0: Game Changers Media see. Network, Ante. Game Changers Ante. magazine, Ante. Voices of the Village Podcast. I'm back with Grandmaster T, original DJ, original soundmaster from the Bronx Brooklyn. to the Brooklyn. Brooklyn. To South Georgia. Dead style. <laughs> <laughs>
1: from the style.
0: 18 years old, young man. 18, 18 month bid. You come home. You do a bid. You, you, your first bid, right? Your first bid. Any kids at that time?
1: Uh, mm, yeah, Jameet was born. Jameet. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, okay, son. okay, okay.
0: Son. okay. And you know one one thing about it. You know, it, it during the time, in all this time from the '80s to '89, I'm a young jit, right. sheltered. Up under my dad, you know. Right. And I remember playing, and my dad was the coach. And my dad always kind of like catered to Jameek a little bit. And I always wondered why. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He kind of always kept his hand on Jameek and kept like, it was like he embraced Jameek like a son. Right. I I, I just always wondered why. You know what I'm saying? To this day, I know now why. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, telling that story. So you got Jameek. Right. You in the game. Right. Hey, you, you, you back on. I'm back on. What what happens after that, man?
1: <laughs> Without sugarcoating, bro, what really happens is like, okay, I get out, I'm, I'm you know, I, I got to work, okay, and like most of us, you know, in that era, um, I became a consumer of my own product. Wow, you know, um, I'm snorting powder, I'm smoking weed, I'm drinking alcohol, okay, um. But, but, because I've already been to the pen, I kind of, at least I thought that I knew how to finesse the game a little better than I did the first time. Okay. Okay. So I held on a few jobs. I worked DOT, Highway Department. Um, finally, uh, the, the the lady that I was married to, my kids' mother, we we bought a house. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm living, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living. I'm, I really feel like I'm living my best life. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Because I'm, ho- I'm holding out a nine to five, right? I'm working for the highway department. Okay. Um. And I'm hustling at the same time. Okay. Um. There's no more DJing, so we drop, we drop the grandma so, so the music gone. That's out the window. It's Master T now. Every now and then I would show up in the club. Somebody would give me the microphone, I'd rock the mic for a minute or whatever. Okay. Just to, you know, I still got it, you know, one of those things. But now it's like, play a hustler. Mm. It's play a hustler now. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um and I'm not proud of a womanizer. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. I got a wife with two or three other females and, and not having any shame about, you know, nothing didn't hide it, you know what I mean? Um, really was disrespectful when it came to women. Right. There's a lot of things, man, you know, I'm a firm believer okay. in that we go through the things that, that we go through in life to make us the people that we are today. Uh, definitely, definitely. You feel me? I, I'm with you. Because the level of respect that I have for the woman now, um, I didn't have that back in the days. Okay. And it started out, of course, wanting to be a pimp. You know how disrespectful that is to a woman? Come on, man. But
0: but But from what you see, the perception...
1: Of what he got because product, you were, product of the environment. Product of the environment. You know. I'm not looking at the fact that I'm degrading and disrespecting the woman. I'm just looking at, you know, I'ma shine. Right. And I'm going to have some paper. Mm. It was about shining paper. Okay. You know. Right. Um. But so while I'm working DOT, Department of Transportation. Okay. Um I'm clubbing every weekend. You know, I got work. <clears throat> At one time, bro, I had enough work where I had a couple of cats, man, you're familiar with. My boy, Sid Greyheart.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar with Sid. Yeah.
1: Reverend Stan Carter.
0: Come on, now. <laughs> big big, out to my, big on. up to my man, Stan. <laughs>
1: Stan Carter. You know, we, yeah. all, we all out in the streets, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I got to a point where Sid would sell all the weed and I would handle all the powder. Okay. You know? And so, business is good. Okay. Money is good. Okay. I'm taking care of home. Right. We just bought a home. Um, When I came out of the joint, when I came out of the joint, the 98 that I had, it was damn near brand new. Right, right. My my, my first kid's mother, man, she rode it till the wheels fell off. Okay. So I got it up to running, and I bought a uh, Pontiac Bonneville. Beautiful car.
0: Gotcha. I always gotcha. love big cars.
1: Yeah. Um, Two-inch white walls, the sun spokes, all the music, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I drove it for a while, and okay. when I went to work for DOT, they had a credit union. Okay. When borrowed borrow money from the credit union. I already had cash, but... Yeah. I want to try to build a little credit. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to legitimize my business. Right, right. Or my life.
0: Or your lifestyle. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah. So I go to the credit union, I borrow money, and I buy a Okay. Beautiful Cadillac. Champagne- <laughs> champagne-colored Cadillac with a, a, a walnut brown interior. Okay. The white walls, the whole nine. <laughs> and so I'm doing well for myself. Okay. And you working? And I'm working. All right. But I was consuming a lot of alcohol. And, and, and smoking a lot of weed okay, and snorting a lot of powder. Mm. I'm going to backtrack. When I came to Jessup Drake, I was a young boy. I was in a buck-o-five, right? Okay, okay. And because I'm out from out of town, decent-looking kid, right? dressed well, uh, the DJing thing or whatever, a lot of females gravitated toward me. Right, right, right. The cats and Jessup despise me for that. Right, right. They call it hating now. So the guys, they despise. So I used to have to fight every weekend because of somebody's girl. Oh, wow. You know, somebody's girl. Yeah. My oldest son's mother. Yeah. That crew from across the bay. Yeah. <laughs> man, I fought them boys for about a month and a half every weekend. Bro, I wore some, if I may say, I wore some ass whippings.
0: Right, right, right. So
1: at a hundred 30 pounds. Right. I'm outnumbered. Now, my cousins, they would always come to my aid. Yeah. But I kept, they kept catching me down bad. And, and, and I had to fight, Drake. Right, right. You had to fight. I wore one whooping. Okay. One night at the Hall Rec Center. Okay. Three cats jumped me. I'm not even going to call their names. Right, right, right. You right, know, right. The, right. Fa- the Fabian boys and the Jones boys. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I, went, I went and bought my first pistol. Oh, wow. Wow. Because I felt like I'm outnumbered. I can't beat these country boys. I was nice with my hands. Right. But these dudes, they 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 scooping me, they slamming, they wanna wrestle. They want they don't wanna stand up and box. Yeah, they, they don't wanna throw hands. Yeah, you know what I mean? They wanna wrestle. Yeah. That wasn't my game. Right, right. I couldn't beat them. Right. I got my equalizer. Mm. Bro, the first person I shot at in Jussle. Okay. Was Warren Fabian.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, that's so what you couldn't even
0: have an infatuation with guns. No, 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 no. It, this is all out of protection off of Bro, I got p- p- self-survival. I got tired of beer. I, <laughs> I, I, I got tired of wearing hair. You feel me? I feel you. I hey, feel you. I'm, I'm not doing
1: this no more. You right, know what I mean? Hey, right, yeah, right. man. So and I never went looking for anything. Okay. We can go, we can speed it up. Bro, right. when I caught my case, okay. and we'll backtrack to how I caught the case. Okay. But when I caught my case, people asked a question like. Not people in justice, because I had, I had built a reputation that they, they knew I would shoot. Okay. But people that came to know me later was like, yo, we knew that for you to commit the crime that you committed, somebody had to do something to you. They had to provoke you, because you don't go looking for trouble.
0: I, I was actually talking to my cousin Terrence about this last night. Okay. And we was acting. It's crazy that, because we had heard so many stories. Some of the brothers said you was at Hardy's. Some of the and I and I remember talking to you personally, and I remember getting some cosigns from some other guys. Like during that time, you was kind of provoked to 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 to, to do what you had to do to protect yourself, right? You know, and and explaining the story, it it, man, it clarity comes from everything, right? right, Because clarity comes from conversation, and I say that I say that, bro, because when I look at the big picture and I say, okay, bro, dress nice he just want to make money he just want to have women he just want to live a nice lifestyle right now but what comes along with that in living a life, nice lifestyle is despisers and haters right and despisers and haters come and they you know they want to put their hands on you they want to you know jump you sometime they want they they might even have a gun they but it, for whatever reason it's fight time. Right. But you had to bring an equalizer to it. Right. Because you couldn't keep weighing them ass-whippings, like you said. Bro, bro, I, I refuse. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, you know,
1: and, and one thing I'll tell people, man, and hopefully we'll get to this at before the end of this podcast is that. Okay. One of the things that helped me catch my case was arrogance. Wow. And pride. Okay. I was too proud of the way I ass-whipped You feel me? Right. And I still live by this today. Right. Because, see, I'm not going to provoke you. Okay. I'm not going to put my hands on you. Right. And I'm not going to disrespect you, at least not intentionally. Correct. I, I, I know this. So if I don't bring it
0: to you, yeah. don't bring it to me. Correct. If you bring it to me, be prepared <laughs> to get what comes with it. Correct. 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 You know? You know. And and I'm, and I'm thinking, man, so let, let's, not. we talked about what got you there. Okay. We talked about what got you there. Now, what got you there, that moment, you okay. know what I'm saying, that moment. When you when you got the pistol in your hand, it's funny because you was in an element of everything you was gr- you grown to be, from telling the story, from DJing mm-hmm. to money mm-hmm. to pimping, right to lifestyle to to the drugs. You know what I'm saying? Right. In that very moment, you you was it's like everything of your life embodied itself. Have you ever thought about it like that? No, bro. It's funny that you say that, right? Cause now this thing
1: is like, bro, this was a movie. Like. Yeah. It, let me see if this is where you were going. Yes, go ahead. The night that I caught the case. <laughs> right. I'm at a club where the women, Ooh. the drugs, the money. <laughs> I'm at my peak, I guess. Yes. I'm at a place where it is this thing's gonna bubble over because now it's unreached its
0: peak. Right. Is that when you is that when you is, I I was deaf. Is that where you is I, I that see, where you because 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 because
1: in what age were you at that time? I caught my case at 32. Wow. So at
0: 32 As a matter of fact, I
1: man, think I came out of I, came, I think I came out of prison the first time at 22. Okay. I caught the next case 10
0: years later. Wow. You at a club. You at you there. Talk talk to me, man. Okay. Talk to me. Here's a story, right?
1: Before I tell you the story, let me, let me and I pray that a lot of people that that, that have misconstrued stories about my, my case. Right, right, right. Finally get the, you know, the, the gist of what really, really happened. Okay. I had a family member just told me two years ago, right, when I came home. They was like, Have you seen Geneva? That's my ex, my daughter's mother. Right, right. And we have a lot of respect for each other, you know what I mean? Okay. She's good I, people too good folks. Yeah. And uh, they was like, I was like, Why, why you ask me that?" Said, so "I was just wondering how you feel about her now that you do came home from prison." I said, "What well, she's got to do with me coming home from prison?" Well, ain't she the reason that you isn't she the reason that you shot the dude that you shot? I'm like, "Nah, where did you where did that come from?" Wow. Well, that's what we were told. These are my cousins that live in Atlanta and Albany, Georgia. Okay. I was like, tell me, what, what were you told? Well, we were told that you came home and um, she was in, in bed with, an, with, a, with another dude, with a guy, and you killed the guy. I laughed. Go <laughs> I laughed. Cause I've heard some far, the other story was I killed the dude for sitting on my car. That was kinda maybe in the ballpark of what was going on that night, but, okay. but here's what went on. Okay. Actually, I had a date set up for me, another brother that's gone. Man, okay. so many brothers are gone since wow. I never came back. Chris Turner. I remember Chris Turner. I had a date set up with me and Chris Turner in Brunswick. Right. Right? Right. With two females. Actually, a crew of females. Okay. Right? okay. So, when I go by Chris' house to get him to go with me,
0: okay.
1: he opted not to go. I always been, I always been tight with money, so... I know if I go down to this club and it's gonna be about four or five of these females at this table, I got to shell out money for everybody. You feel me? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, you know what, man? Uh, Let me see who I can get to go with me. Okay. So I get up on the Jack, the Jack of Diamond Lounge at the time. Okay. And I ask a couple of people that's close to my age range yo, y'all wanna go? Nobody wants to go. One thing about these small towns, bro. Right. A lot of people like to hang right in town and don't want to go anywhere. They don't want to branch out. Absolutely, yeah, bro. Sure. I would hit a club from Douglas to Hinesville, Savannah. It didn't matter if it was going down. Right. I wanted to be there. Right, you know what I mean. So, um, and my partner, big shout outs to Anthony McCall. Okay, he was working a meal at the time. Okay, he would have been right there with me. Yeah, God planned and we planned a lot of plans and we planned. A, a lot of of is the best and we of planners.
0: Correct, correct.
1: Because had Anthony would have been there with me, he'd have did time with me.
0: And, uh, and Anthony is one of your best friends right now. Right. Guy, because I see you come over to the house all he the time. my He
1: rode my whole 26 years. He rode with me. Took care of my mom, my kids. Hey, that's my boy. Okay. Ride or die.
2: But anyway... At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders thyroid, neck and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 Eagles Landing Parkway Suite 110 Stockbridge, Georgia. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology. Our business is your health. Visit us at eldiabetes.org.
3: At Vice Star Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. ViStar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better.
1: <clears throat> so nobody wants to go. So when I do get up on the corner, one of the young kids who was, you know, helping me move my product or whatever. Okay. And one of his associates. I was like, man, what are y'all doing tonight? It's like, yo, the going to be jumping. Ponderosa Baxley. I'm like, man, I got something set up in in, in in Brunswick. Boy, y'all go down there. The females are already waiting. All I got to do is pop up. Y'all with me, we good. good. Yeah,
0: yeah. We good. We good, good. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. You the man. Got yeah, we, we good. Yeah, yeah. They was
1: like, nah, 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 nah. So anyway, we load up. This is crazy, bro. Wow. We load up in the car. We get out by 169 on the outskirts of Jessup. Yeah. My mind's like, yo, you don't have your pistol. I U-turn. He's like, yo, what you doing? I said, boy, I'm not going to Palozo without my pistol. He was like, oh, all right. So I go to my mother's. I, 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 it's, it's 1230 at night. Wow. I knock on the door. She opens the door. She, she said, what do you want this time of night? I said, I came to get my pistol. Why, what's going on? Ain't nothing going on. Well, what you need the pistol for at 12, 12 o'clock at night, 1230 at night? I said, well, I'm going to go to the Ponderosa, and the Rosa is not somewhere that you, don't, that you go without it's your pistol. Okay. She's like, okay, well, just be careful. I get the pistol, we go to the Ponderosa. Okay. We get to the Rosa. When we go in, when we, we sit in the car, we smoke us one or two. You know, we do our thing before we go in. Right, right, right. So we go inside. I run into a guy that I knew from, uh, from Alma, Georgia. Okay. When I run into him, he's having a verbal confrontation with some strangers. I squash it. Yo, T, you, you know, his name is Terrence. We call him T also. Okay. I said, T, man, you didn't come over here for this, man. Come on, man, let's, let's go in the bathroom and, you know, right. burn one or whatever, whatever. Right. So the dudes, right. they, they, the dudes, right. yeah, the dudes look at me and, you know, they kind of, they mug me or whatever, they going about their business. Okay. So we go in the bathroom, we do our thing. So we come out, we in the club, we cooling. So I come off the dance floor, this is about halfway through the night. When I come up the dance floor, the same guy that Terrence was having a verbal conversation with, Okay. when I walked by him, he kind of brushed me with his shoulder. So I kind of, you know, I give him a little space. But at the same time, I'm looking at him, I'm like, damn, this is the same dude. Yeah. I go to the counter, I said, man, let me get, it. i order me another drink. I tell my boys, I say, hey, R, I'm, I'm, I'm going outside, man. Y'all, whenever y'all get ready, Right. I'm outside. Okay. Because it's late now. It's almost 2 o'clock. Okay. I go outside. I'm sitting on top of my car. I'm drinking. I'm smoking. Okay. And um, I got my heat on me. Right. So a young lady come out who I was talking to in the club. She come out. We stand up. we just talking and kicking it. Of course, I'm trying to get at her, but there ain't no pressure. You feel me? Mm. So we kicking it. So the same dudes that Terrence was arguing with. Right. that brushed up against me, they come outside and they say, hey, bro, um, where you from? I said, from here. Where you from? He was like, no, nah, you're not from here because, you know, we know everybody here, nigga. You're not from here.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, what difference does it make? He looked at my tag. And he said, oh, you one of them Jessup niggas. I said, what's it to you? He said, nigga, it's time for you to get up out of here. That's what it is to me. I said, bro, uh, <laughs> nigga, don't tell me when to come and go. Correct. I said, nigga, don't tell me when to come and go. He said, I'll tell you what you do. He said, you wait till I get back.
0: Oh, my God. I
1: slid off the hood of my, tr- off the hood of my car. Right. And I stood up. Okay. I said, my boy, whatever you got on your mind. Right, right. I'm going to put it on your ass. He kept walking, and he kept mouthing. So I tell him, I say, hey, man, when he got to his car, I said, bro, don't open that car door. Yeah. I said, because whatever you come out that car door with, bro, I'm going to iron you out. Yeah. He bit down to his car into the floorboard, and when he spent around, I didn't wait to see what he had. Mm. I shot him. Wow. So when I shot him, his pistol fell to the ground. Somebody said, yo T, watch your back. When I spent. When I spent around, Mm -hmm. this kid was right on top of me like this, reaching at me. I took one step back and raised the gun and pulled the trigger. Some people say you shot him in the mouth. Hit him right in his mouth. Now check this. Never been in the military. Yeah. Street dude. Yeah. I ain't, I'm not a marksman. Come on, huh? I got a verbal confrontation going on with this cat. One other cat. With the, the other cat. The one that went to the car. Yeah. I got a verbal confrontation. Yeah. You tell me, wait here till you get back. You know what that mean? Nigga, I'm going to get my... When, get, going, be here when I get, that's real. So I, I watch you while you're going and I warn you, dude, do, do, don't do this. Okay. You do it anyway. So in the midst of me and you having this confrontation, I'm told to watch my back. And when I spin around, bro, I'm being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. My natural survival instincts. Get this nigga off you. Correct, correct. Our lies are my witness. Mm. To this very day, I told the judge, the DA, the, the jury the same thing. Okay. I didn't go to that club looking for trouble. So they said, Well, if you didn't go to the club looking for trouble, why did you have a pistol on you?
0: Yeah.
1: I said, What clubs do you go to? Jessup and, and Apple County are rival, rivalry county, Man rivalries,
0: yeah. When they
1: come to Jessup, we fight with them. Right. When we go to Baxley, they fight with us. Right. So it's known to be an altercation. And I told you in the beginning, bro, I, I was I was dumb with wearing ass whoopings.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, because because that started off with females, which you were going to the females that night, just in another city, but they want to go to another. Ended city. up
1: somewhere else. Yeah. And so this is, and the individuals that I had a, the conversation with even though I've seen them one or two times in the courtroom, if they walked through this door today, I wouldn't know who they were. Wow. Never seen these guys before. Okay. Right? The young man that lost his life, it happens to be <clears throat> the guy who instigated the whole incident. Right. This was his stepbrother. His stepbrother charged me from behind when he seen me shoot his stepbrother. He charged me from behind, bro. He ain't got no pistol or nothing, and you charged me. Right. What did you think I was going to do in the midst of this heated situation?
0: Right, right, right. Man, bro, <laughs> Voices of the Village Podcast, Game Changers Media Network, y'all, you guys, stay tuned. We we gotta, even though we sixty minutes in, we we gotta go deeper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all stay tuned, man, because yeah, Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village, Master T, brother Mustafa Mustafa Nasraddin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Welcome to the all-new Kim May State Farm Agency, located at 102 Vincent Avenue in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Kroger Plaza on Flippin' Road and Hudson Bridge. Recognized by the city of Stockbridge for her community service, Kim specializes in auto, home, and life insurance. We also offer investment and financial planning services, as well as mortgages and refinancing. As an award-winning State Farm agent, Kim Strive is to be one of South Metro Atlanta's leaders in business, with a team of qualified professionals in customer service, sales, and compliance, Covered by Kim continues to lead the way in giving clients quality service to meet their needs. Call us today at 770-282-6622 for your free home, auto, life, or small business insurance quotes. Follow us online at all social media platforms at Covered by Kim, or for more information, visit our website at coveredbykim.com. Are you Covered by Kim? Big Chick King Stockbridge is now open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Start your morning off with a selection of biscuits and gravy, grits and eggs to mouth-watering pancakes with bacon or sausage. It's your choice. Come dine in with us, take it to go carry out, or order online. Big Chick King is dedicated to serving our neighbors, family, and friends with our all-new southern-style menu and the best fried chicken in South Atlanta Metro. Enjoy that good chicken with homestyle cooked macaroni. Cheese, mashed potatoes and corn, vegetables and green beans. Located at 1334 Highway 138 East in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Shell Plaza. We're open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., Sunday through Saturday. For more information, visit BigChickKing.com. The best fried chicken, hot and fresh, out of the kitchen.
0: I know you've been asking yourself, man, how am I going to compete? How am I going to stay behind this chill? You know what I'm saying? But, bro, your story is a diamond. Hmm. I mean, a diamond from... Bro, bro, I, I mean, when you look at every black male coming up right now... Every, no, no, no. I, I personally don't know one black male that's just a murderer. Right. That's just say, like, you know, I got... I, like, that's a spirit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a whole spirit. Like... T- to me, meeting you for the very first time, for the very first time, in conscious of me being a man, right? I never, I you never came off as a murderer, to right? Me. Right? You know what I'm saying? You never came off as to me as a bad, like you didn't even look like a street dude. You just right. looked like a dude who liked to, you know, get his money. You know, like right. any other brother. You know right. what I'm saying? The wrong place at the wrong time, and the wrong mindset. Right? You know what I mean? Now, you made the U-turn. You made a U turn before you went to that club. Okay, right. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah. Because consciously you made you you. How, how what did you feel like leaving your mom's house, going to Batley after you got the you got the pistol on bro, you, it's just y'all smoking blunts everything, everything. you know you know.
1: No, nah, we smoking white paper. We were not smoking blunts. Okay, right.
2: y'all no, no, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but listen, bro. Right, right, right. You gotta you see you would have to have been. Bro, listen, every club we used to go to, me, Bug, Pop for all every, there's there's gonna be a fight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's going to be a fight. You you can almost get to go to a club and come home Saturday night, Sunday morning without there being a fight, right. boy, it was, you know, it far fewer in between. Okay. Okay. And so, and most of the time, honestly, bro. I've pulled my pistol a hundred times, really to keep negro, to keep people off me. Right. Not necessarily to, to try to take nobody out. Out of protection. Out of protection. Right. And I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that there was times that I just got drunk and just wild and just pulled a gun out, just blazing. Okay. Young nigga, yeah, I mean just. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a robber with no pistol. I wasn't just busting niggas just to be busting niggas. You know that 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 wasn't who I was. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, again, coming from up top, coming to the south, these dudes despising me because I was getting money because of, of who I was. Right. Bro, if you like me, I roll. I, I can I rock with you. Right. But if you despise me and stay your distance, I'm cool with that. Right, right. But if you came up against me, bro, then I'm going to try to see about you.
0: I'm, I was a survivor, bro. That night. That night. When I made the U-turn. When you made the U-turn. The guy shot behind the car because he reached for the pistol. The guy grabs you. He tries to grab you. You turn around. You shoot him in the mouth. What? At what point? What point did the police get involved? Because did you go home that night? Okay. Did you did you get arrested that e- night? Immediately. I run to my car.
1: The two fellas that was with me, we pile up in the car. Okay. Put it in, put it in gear, reverse. Before I can get out of the parking lot, the club owner and several other people they riddled my car with bullets. Okay. With bullets. Okay. Shoot the whole one. One side shot the whole side up completely. Okay. I didn't make it a, a block a, a, a block down the street because I'm on. I'm on. They shot all my tires out. Oh wow. The tires on the on the driver's on the on the on the driver's side. Right. The tires on the passenger side. They shot them out. So I'm, I'm riding on two rims. I'm sitting sideways. So I can only. I only so the, the cops surround me. When they surround me, put my hand on the steering wheel. They tell me to get out the car. I get out the car. They say, uh, "What's going on?" I said, "Man, I just shot. I just shot somebody." They was like, "Where?" Are they? I said, "The Ponderosa. He said, "Where's the gun?" I said, "It's on the seat." Cause, bro, I'm I'm I knowing I'm shooting this dude out of self-defense. Right, right. You know, I'm. You t- you let me tell it. I'm dead to the right. Right. There's the gun. You know what I mean? But if I'd have had a chance to run, bro, I was New York City bound. Trust me. Okay. But because they got me, hey, man, look, the, the gun's right there. So when I get to the, so when I get to, they, they you know, they, they go, to, they go, to, they take me to the county. Um, I guess they secure the crime scene, do whatever they do. Bro, I was in jail 72 hours before I even knew the dude had died. They never told me the kid died. Okay. So. One of the young boys who was was who was locked up with me, they separated us so that we couldn't concoct a story. Right. You, and,
0: you and the brothers that you me, were me,
1: Carl and uh, Snowball, William, William Tippins. Okay, yeah. okay. They Carl sep- Kincaid.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, they they separated us. Right. <laughs> so, Carl, who was my tight man. Yeah, yeah. Right. He got up on one of the vents and he screamed to me, "Hey, yo, T, you you call home yet? No." I was like, well, what's going on? He said, "Well, you ain't talking about nobody? I was like, no. He said, man, I was like, bro, what? What? What are you talking about? What's going on? He said, so you ain't heard? I was like, heard? What? He's like, the second dude that you shot, man, he dead. Mm. Bro, my legs went to trembling like, like a stripper. Wow. I sat on the side of the bed. And I had been in prison once before. So. Right, right, right. I said to myself, "Boy, you just threw it all away." I sat there with my head in my lap, tears running out my face. Yeah. I said, "You just threw it all away. You just took a life that you didn't have. You, 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 you can't give back." Mm. And the only thing I could think of, like, man, when I finally get my life together,
0: yeah,
1: I blow it in one night.
0: One night in one night, <clears throat> Jamaica's born. Tisha born. All my kids. All your kids born. I four. I got four kids and a stepchild at the time. And you throw it all away?
1: Throw day. it all away. Brand new house. is built over on just built on the hill. Had been
0: had been in two years. You working? Yeah. You got the balance. You got a little dope. You know. I'm what working
1: I mean? and I'm you know, and at that time I had my hustling was minimized. Okay. I had I had. By eight or nine kid cats that I was I was selling powder to. Okay. And that was
0: it. That's all you needed. That's it. And going to work every going to work every day. First call you made when you made to your family. When you made the mom. It's crazy, right? What do you say? I didn't even call her. Okay.
1: Um my mother my case happened Saturday night by four or five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Actually, which would have been Sunday, right? Right. We were supposed to be going to church with my mother on Mother's Day, Ooh. with my grandmother on Mother's Day. When I don't show up, they go to church. The church they was at, the pastor was about an hour late. I'm going to make this real brief. So when he gets get to the church, uh-huh. he stands before the congregation, and this is what he says, and I know this because this is what my mother told me. The man said that I apologize for being late. He said, but I've been at the hospital and the morgue all night with my wife. My stepson was killed by a young man from Jessup last night. My mother said when she heard that man say that, her mind went back. Richard came and got the gun last night. He went to said where this man is from. She said she got up, went home, called Applin County. Do y'all have Richard Harris in custody? They said yes.
0: She said she like to passed out. Your mom was a good woman, too. You know, church-going woman. I, pretty woman at that. You know what I'm Where do you think I got mine from? <laughs> hey, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, got a whole... You, Wow, My mom gets the call. She, it's it's funny because everybody don't know this, bro. Right. Everybody don't know this. You know what I'm saying? And and even I'm trying to put it together. You yeah. know, as as we go, cause I and we ain't even we ain't even got to the sentence part yet. The mother's intuition, bro. The mother's intuition. The mother's intuition. What did you feel like? Okay, so you talk to mom. Mom already knows. You got a wife now. Right. You got a wife. With kids, right? When you talk to the wife, what what what, what happens here? Because you got to address everybody. You 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 you, you charged with the crime, you you confessed to shooting someone already. So
1: they keep me for they keep me for about five days. Okay. I was blessed. to come from a pretty decent family. Okay. So my mother went to Uncle Jake, <laughs> J C Oliver. Okay. Um. She went to a, a, a couple of the pastors in Jessup okay, and um, they called Baxley. You know what I mean? Listen, this boy come from a good family. We don't know what transpired or whatever, right? but trust me, he's not a flight risk. Uh, his family have enough property to put up for bail or whatever, however, so they let me out on bail.
0: Okay, so you did get out so on I made, bail? I made bail. Okay.
1: I stayed on a bond for a whole year. Okay. So when I, when I, when I get out on bail, all the family's at the house. And they want to know what happened. And they got the kids in the house. Your kids? Yeah. Okay, wow. So I told them, I said, listen, man, let, send the kids, let the kids go and out, you know. So I gave them the story. I told them what happened. Mm-hmm. And I condensed it, you know what I mean, really. Right. You know, a dude tried to bully me, and I wasn't going to be bullied. He threatened to go to his car and get a gun, and I just happened to have my gun on me. And when I seen him grab his gun, I, I shot it. And then you know, I and like so I gave him the spill. <sighs> Bro, the hurt in my mother's eyes. Mm.
3: Are you ready to enhance the best in you? Then Sculptures Body Spa at 885 Highway 138 West in Stockbridge, Georgia can help you achieve just that. With over 35 years combined medical experience, we hope to be someone you can trust while you make important decisions about improving your health while enhancing your appearance. Our goal is to help you be the best you inside and out. It's our desire to help you reach your health goals by addressing your problem areas and creating a personal treatment plan with real Realistic goals for optimal results. You will enjoy your body sculpting treatments and spa therapies in a private and cozy atmosphere. Expect a peaceful, calming, and comfortable environment for your session while light, relaxing music being played. Our greatest reward is establishing close relationships
4: with our clients
3: and hearing news of the compliments they receive on their natural and refreshed appearance. For more information, call Sculptures Body Spot at 470 2552 or visit our website.
5: My name is Jamal Burt, and I'm the owner and CEO of EBO Educational Services. We're a full-service tutoring and test prep company. We do everything from calculus to counting, from phonics to Shakespeare. We also are very big on SAT, ACT prep for college prep, ASVAB testing, and GED testing as well. Whatever has to do with academics that you need to get through or get past, we help you through I loved building relationships with students and helping kids just grow, learn that there's more to life than just keeping good grades, but it's about building who you are as a person. One student to one tutor. We don't have a class or a small group of kids, so undivided attention is given to that one child. I was a teacher for a while and I was in the classroom seeing that these kids were not getting as much as they could possibly get and they weren't learning in a way that was really getting to them and really reaching them. So after I left the classroom I was actually going to leave education for a while because I got so disenchanted with the system but I decided that in the meantime so that I could find something else let me just put a sign on the corner for tutoring and uh, the phone started ringing and here it is 10 years later and it hasn't stopped ringing since.
1: My father who owned it, like I told you, I told you my father lived in Harlem. Okay. My father flew down. I, I was in, I was I was they kept me they they kept me confined for 72 hours before I found out this boy was you know was head down passed. Right, my father right. came down about the fourth day. And when they let me see my father, he said, Listen, what transpired? Okay. So when I when I when I opened my mouth to tell him what happened, he said, Stop. Don't tell me what you told the GBI. Or, or, the, or the district attorney or the arresting officers. Right, right, right. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. And when I told my father what happened, he said, if you have told me the truth. Yes. Then I'm okay with that. Wow. He said, because I would rather visit you here in the county jail than have to bring flowers to your grave. Absolutely. Absolutely. My mother said, "I never thought about it that way." So when they was content at that point, okay, my heart was kind of at rest.
0: At rest. Kind of at rest. Now you out, you out for a year. How you moving during that year? Reckless. Well, well we, 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 you go back to the streets. You try to get a lawyer. You, reckless. Wow. So now Savage, like you turn into more, you turn into more of a reckless. Mm. Why? Why?
1: I had accepted the fact that I took a life that I can't give back. And bro, I was tore up by the, the, the death of this kid.
0: Right, right, right. He was a
1: college student. He was only home for Mother's Day to visit his mother. No. He goes to the club with his stepbrother. His stepbrother instigates a situation that caused this kid to lose his life. Mm. I don't know this 100% for certain. Okay. But I was told eight to 10 years later when the deceased's mother yeah. found out what really took place. Yeah. She said she released her hands from me and didn't want nothing to do with the Board of Parliament Parole as far as me coming home because she finally got to the truth of what really transpired. Eight to 10 years later. Yes. After you get sentenced. You're right. Now, the truth came out on their end. Okay. and she found out that her son her, her stepson caused the death of her child wow because he instigated the situation he was wanting to his aid right aid him in some shit that he shouldn't have done so she she took her hands off it
0: now, now you now at the time you were you were you, okay so word word on the streets you know what I'm saying just hearsay people, people were saying she was religiously coming to the Parole board meetings. Right. When they was trying to release saying no, you. No, saying no, no, no. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, I mean religiously. yeah, he, and, and yeah this he, was one of the big reasons. Yeah,
1: he's not fit for society. He's a he's a monster. He's this, he's that.
0: Whew. Yeah. How, how, so when you go to court, you go to court, you get sentenced. I mean, you get 25 off the rip. What? Well, how, how did that go? Because I mean, cause you 32 years old. Can't leave this out, Dre. Okay.
1: Okay, so you asked me how was I moving? After the case. Right, right. I was moving reckless, bro. And the reason I was moving reckless, I just felt like I normally spend the next 10 or 15 years in prison. i to live my life right here. Okay. Until they, until my sentence and date. I, I told my wife. Right. She to my ex wife. I, I told her this, and she vouch me that I told right. her, said, listen, everything I do from this day forward, right. don't hold me responsible. Cause when I leave and go to prison, you gonna live your life, you're gonna do whatever you wanna do.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna live mine now. You don't know Allah at this time. No, no. No, no. Allah is not even involved. No, no. You don't, you don't, y- y- this is this is the end of Master T. Yeah. Man, we, we <laughs> bro, we you know we you know we got part two coming. Cause cause it cuz we at a point where I, what you just put down. It's going to take a minute for a lot of these young brothers to decipher. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and really see what really happened. You know what I'm saying? And really, not, not just what happened, but how quickly things can turn for the worse. Right. Unintentionally. Right. Now, now before we go, and we just talking about the reckless lifestyle, you making a choice to live reckless. Right. You know, what 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 is what is the family play of this? You know, I mean you 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 know how, how, how are you looking at cause you got a son, you got daughters, you got you, multiple you know what I mean Right. come on what, it's crazy what? too, right, right? Because I was still working for the state. I still had my job.
1: Oh wow. Right? I still had my job. They didn't okay. fire me. Okay. I still had my job. So I was working from Sunday night from, from Monday from Monday through Thursday with the state out of town. Okay. It was a travel crew. I don't, come home, I don't come on the Thursday nights. Okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm in the street the whole time. But I would take my, I would take my kids to church. Right, right. Yeah, Mustafa Nasruddin. Yeah, I was at church at that time.
0: Anyway, and,
2: yeah.
1: I was taking my kids to church. I was spending time with them. You know, really trying to spoil them to the best of my ability yeah. before these people take me away. Here's one of the most painful things that I experienced before I went up the road, and I want to say this before I go. Tisha, she wasn't the she wasn't the baby. The, the, so my two boys was the baby. Okay. Right, but Tisha was like, I guess maybe el- somewhere like nine. Yeah. Something of that nature, right? And she was the only girl. Oh man. She was my stepdaughter. Okay. So I went pick Tisha up day before court date. No. I had been going to court all week, but I know I'm getting ready to get sentenced. Okay. And I went picked Tisha up and I asked her, I said, man, what do you want? What do you want to eat? She wants Dairy Queen. <laughs> I take her to Dairy Queen and I asked her what she want. She said, I want ice cream. I buy her a banana split. Bro, Tisha Matter of fact, she might have been six or seven because she used to sit on my armrest of the Cadillac. Right, That's how little she was. I used to sit on the armrest. Right, right, right. You know how big a banana split is? You remember the, 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 like the little thing that looked like a boat? They got bananas on both sides. Right. About three things of ice cream with all the cherries and everything. It looked like a little boat. Wow. But it, so I buy, I buy her that. And so while we sitting there eating, and I say to her, I said, listen, I want to tell you something. Okay. She said, what? I said, your daddy's even really going, getting ready to be gone for a long, long time. I don't know when I'm coming back. mm but I want you to know that I love you. Okay. And as small as she was, this thing had such an impact on her. Right. She dropped her ice cream, bawled out in tears, and just jumped right in my arms. Wow. Bro, that's one of the most painful things. That's what. That and the day that I was being sentenced, Mm-mm-mm. I stood before the judge. When the judge said we, when they found me guilty, the judge said, "Mr. Harris." I was charged with murder, aggravated assault, possession of a firearm, and the commission of a felony by a convicted felon. Three charges. For the murder, we sentence you to life. I heard my mother whimpering in the background. Oh, my God. For the aggravated assault, I sentence you to 25 years. My mother screamed, oh, Lord. For the possession of a firearm and the commission of a felony by a convicted felon, we sentence you to five to to to, to five years. Total life and thirty. Correction life and twenty-five. He said the five for the pistol. We're gonna run it concurrent with the twenty-five. So we sentence you to life
0: plus twenty-five, all to be served in Georgia correction facility. What's life plus twenty-five at that time? Seven seven and. Twenty-five years on top of that. Before I get to that, bro, okay. bro, when I heard my mother crying, okay,
1: I wanted to look over my shoulder to say something to her that might would comfort her, right. But my mind told me that if I looked at my mother, I was gonna pass out. Wow. The anxiety, the 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 pressure was so big, was so hard on my chest, bro. I mm. thought I was gonna have a, have a heart attack right there. I couldn't even look back. The wow. tears just welled down my face, man. Wow. So the man said that uh, all of this would be, be to be served with the possibility of parole. Mm. What did that mean? That meant that after seven years, after seven years, you would be, keyword, eligible for parole. Not that you're going home. you eligible. You will be eligible. When I got the diagnostics, I ran into an old head that I had seen in 82, doing time, okay, and I told him about my sentence. He said, well, strap your boots up tight because you're going to do 15 to 20 years. I said, I'm going home in seven. He said, don't tell yourself that lie. You're going home in 15 to 20 years, if not more. Mm. You're not going home in seven years. He said, number one, because the, the the seven is just really for the life. But then they still want time on that 25. You might do 25 or 30 years. I couldn't even fathom that. I'm going home in seven years. You ain't telling me nothing. Because I thought I had a, a chance, really, of getting my case uh, turned over. Because right. I really, I, until this day, I felt like I should have been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Right. Because I was forced into a situation to pull the trigger. Right. That's involuntary. I didn't voluntarily kill this man. Correct, correct. Involuntary manslaughter, which would have carried 20 years max. Okay. If I had 20 years max, bro, I'd have been home until the 12 years.
0: And you got a little girl. And a whole family. Whole family. Whole family. Man, you guys, <laughs> boy, we, we <laughs> this by far has been one of the best episodes, and we just kicking out season three. And I, I, I thank you for coming on. No doubt. Thank you for allowing us to share the story. Um, Game Changers Media Network, Voice of the Village Podcast, Master T, the evolution of Master T. Right. Cause I did not know a lot of that stuff, it, it, and. And, and I just want to thank you for coming on. And, and I already see part two, because we haven't even gotten to the Muslim, Allah, find an Allah. Right. You know, find that whole 25. I'm pretty sure that's a that, that's a story in itself. The 26 years in prison, a life sentence is a life story within itself. That's a whole nother story. We're going to talk about it. You guys stay tuned, man. Thank you for tuning in. Voice of the Village podcast. Brother Mustafa. <laughs>
5: For justice, 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 and, and, peace, justice peace, and peace and equality and equality. Equality. the world they will see. That's why, That's we, why run. we run.
2: We're going to run.